Welcome to the Compass Catholic Changemaker Podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Kano. On this podcast, we talk about how to live with our money as Catholics. Hi, Changemakers. In the next few weeks, we're going to be talking about something super fun, wills and end-of-life financial concerns. But before you roll your eyes, hear me out. A will can go a long way to protect your assets upon your death. We work so hard in this life with the time, with the talent, and with the treasure that we've been called to steward that to just be blasé about this topic means a lot of work may have been for nothing. And before we jump into this week's topic, which is five reasons why you need a will, please hit the subscribe button, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, Compass Catholic. All right, so what exactly is a will? Well, a will, as it's known, also known as a last will and testament, is a legal document that describes how you want your property and your other assets to be distributed upon your death. Pretty easy, right? And you may be thinking that you don't have property to divvy up, or you're thinking that maybe your family's all going to get along and be totally civil to each other after your death. To that, I would say, think again. (laughs) Compass Catholic has our five-week Bible study, Set Your House in Order, and the title of that study came from the second book of Kings. But whether we acknowledge it or not, we're all going to die one day, right? It's just a given. The, The two guarantees in life are death and taxes. And as Isaiah told King Hezekiah, he says, thus says the Lord, set your house in order for you are about to die. And then you're going to go on to read when you're reading the second book of Kings, you realize that Hezekiah went on to live another 15 years, but that's not always the case. And death is pretty much guaranteed. It's, it's a given it's going to happen. It's so important that we prepare for our death, which is inevitable, by having a will in place. So today's episode is going to focus on the top five reasons why you need a will. And I just want to remind you before we jump in that I'm not an attorney. This is not legal advice. We recommend you seek the advice of an estate planning professional before you make any decisions. Estate documents are governed by each state's laws and drafting them can be really complex. And although you can often complete wills online, um, we often recommend that you use a godly attorney who's experienced in estate planning. You don't know what you don't know. So a professional can steer you in directions that are specific to you, specific to your state laws, and other documents that are also more generic in nature. So it just depends on your personal situation, and the estate planning professional will be familiar with that depending on the state's laws where you reside. Okay, so reason number one why you need a will. The first reason is it's going to save your loved one's time, it'll save your loved one's money, and it'll save your loved one's stress. The time after losing a loved one is known as being stressful. There's so many decisions that need to be made There's people coming in and out of town. There's people traveling. There's family members you haven't seen in forever. Oh, and then you're also dealing with the loss of a loved one, right? It's a sad whirlwind for everyone who's going through it, especially those who are closest to you. By adding a complicating factor of not having a will, 
you are just adding to that stress, which is not okay. Almost all estates have to go to something called probate court to start the legal process of overseeing the distribution of your assets and property. So what is probate court, you ask? So probate is the legal process of distributing one's assets after they die. During probate, a representative or executor is the term, manages the day-to-day tasks of distributing the estate. The court oversees the process to make sure the debts are paid and property is passed on to the rightful persons and organizations depending on the will. Having that last will and testament doesn't mean that you're going to skip probate completely, but it does make that process much quicker and it makes that process much easier, both for the court and for your loved ones. But when you don't have a will, this process can get really complicated and potentially really nasty. The court has to name someone to administer your estate, right? They need an executor. This can be time consuming. This can be expensive. This can be a contentious situation for your loved ones. And one of the main reasons to have a will is to streamline the probate process. If not to save your your estate money, then just streamline the process for the sake of your family stress load. When you have a will, you choose the person you want to handle your estate, making it easier for everyone involved. The second reason why you need a will, you can determine who that executor of your estate will be. When you write a will, you become what's called a testator, right? It's, um, that's the official term of the person who is writing the will. And you have the opportunity to nominate an executor. Like I said, the executor is a person who's administering the day-to-day tasks of distributing your estate. This is the person who's going to be in charge, essentially, of wrapping up your affairs. Being the executor is a really important job. Their responsibilities include everything from closing bank accounts to liquidating assets. It's a really big deal. So you really should choose someone who's capable and someone who you trust to carry out all of these activities. If you don't choose an executor in your will, the court's going to pick one for you. And it may not be the person that you'd want making those decisions. So when you're choosing an executor and you're writing your will, you want to make sure you pick someone who you trust to make a decision on your behalf, because obviously you're not going to be there. This may be someone who's really close to you, but this also may be someone who's maybe not necessarily close to you, but who you can really trust. Reason number three why you need a will, you can decide who gets your assets and property, and you can also decide who does not. Most people know that a will will let them decide who gets their stuff, right? Their property, their real estate, investments, all that stuff. And as the testator, you can make and name people as beneficiaries for certain assets. So if you have like your grandmother's necklace that you have in your possession and you want it to go to a specific child, you can state that in your will. You can also name beneficiaries for any property that you don't list, which is called the residuary of your estate. So basically whatever's left over. When your executor handles your will, they're going to be in charge of distributing those assets, which is yet another reason why you want to have an executor who you trust to carry out your will. You might not be aware, but you can also use your will to help ensure that people don't receive anything. 
Now, this kind of sounds a little bit mean, but it's important to know that this is something you can do within your will. So for example, you may want to prevent an ex-spouse from receiving life insurance money, or maybe you have one child that you paid to go to a four-year private university, and you want to make sure your second child gets their fair share as well. Those are the kind of things that you can specifically stipulate in your will. All right, the fourth reason why you need a will, you can choose who will take care of your minor children. So this is really appropriate for those with minor children. I'm in that category, I have four under 18. And if you're a parent, you, your will is going to nominate a guardian for your minor children. Usually the surviving parent will get sole custody if one parent dies. Now again, this is state to state, it's gonna be situation specific, but generally that's what happens. But if both parents pass, this is one of the most important reasons to have a will. A guardian's gonna be responsible for your child's daily needs, which includes food, it includes housing, healthcare, education, clothing, parenting your child, being their emotional support, it includes everything. And if you don't nominate a guardian in your will, the court's gonna have to choose one for you. This could mean that someone you would not have chosen could be raising your, ch- your kids, which is a scary thought. So if this number four reason is not reason enough, I don't know what is. The fifth reason why it's so important to have a will is your will is generally your last chance to leave a legacy. Most people want to leave a positive impact on the world after they pass. And a great way to do this is to support a charity or support a cause that speaks to your heart. When you write a will, you can preserve your legacy by leaving a part of your state to a charitable organization of your choice. A really simple and direct way to do this is to leave a bequest in your will. A bequest is basically a sentence in your will that states the amount that you'd like to leave to the charity. It identifies the specific charity to receive that amount. And it states the purpose for which you'd like to use the charity to use the funds. But I do want to make a quick note here. It's really important that you ensure that you get the correct legal name of that charity because so many charities have very similar names. And if you're not specific, you could create a lot of confusion unintentionally. It's also important that if you give the money for a specific purpose and you want that money to be used for one thing that's very specific, what you need to do is you need to contact the development team at that charity and inform them to make sure this objective can be achieved. Because if you make the purpose very specific and the charity is not able to do it, the charity may have to refuse the bequest. All right, so those are the five reasons why you need to have a will. It's so important, everyone. And if you're not quite sure where to start, I do recommend getting a set your house and order Bible study going at your parish. If this is something that's concerning you, I can guarantee it's concerning your peers as well. So maybe throw a Facebook post out there. Who wants to do this Bible study with me? I'm pretty sure it'll fill up really quick. And if you wanna facilitate a set your house and order study, You don't have to have gone through it before in order to facilitate. We'll give you all the tools and resources you need to facilitate the study, including a Zoom room if you need one. And you are on your way to learning how to set your house in order in a biblically informed manner. 
All right, change makers. I hope you have a great week. Uh, follow us on Instagram and subscribe to this podcast. God bless.